Okay, so let's continue. Uh, yesterday we started with a little bit of a Hakdoma, an introduction into the Inyanim of where it comes from, where, where, why it's us a little bit. And we started one of the three Isurim, which was the Isur of Bishel. And uh, just to make this clear, I'm not answering every Shaila, and I'm getting a few emails from people. What about that question? What about that question? You didn't answer. It's impossible. I, I, I want to give the questions over. I just want to give you it's a crash course, which means we're going to crash in as much as we possibly can to try and get us a little bit of clarity. Like I said, you may not have all the answers, but you'll have a lot of questions, which is also good, because at least you know what's a shina, okay? Now, uh, so yesterday we discussed the Inuit of Bishel, right? We said, Berech Bishel Asr Torah, which means the Torah Asr, the way of normal way of cooking. Something that's not the normal way of cooking, cooking is not Asr. Now, that is Bishel. Let's talk about Achila. That's a pretty simple one. It is Asr to eat Basa Bacholov, but only Basa Bacholov that was cooked together will be asa daraisa to eat together. So for example, if you take a cold piece of salami and a cold piece of cheese and eat them together, is that an isa daraisa? No. Why not? Because it wasn't cooked together. It has to be cooked together for it to be a daraisa. And of course, it's obviously also the rabbonon. But the idea was a daraisa. And again, the idea came from yesterday's she, which we started, which was the Gemara, which is Pascha the Shulchan Aruch in Yehudah, which is the, the reason why the Torah wrote three times to teach us three Yisurim. Issa Achila, Issa Bishul, and Issa Hanor. Let's move on. Number three, Issa Hanor. Now, the Issa Hanor means that it is absolutely forbidden to have any benefit from Basa B'cholov that was cooked in a Da'oraisa way. Which means, again, only Basa B'cholov that is a Din Da'oraisa will be subject to the Issa Hanor. If it was not an Issa Da'oraisa, maybe an Issa Da'oraisa, so it was also to do. But Hanor will be Muta. Okay? Um, let me give you some classic examples to make this clear. The difference between meat and chicken. Meat is the oraisa. So if you take meat and milk, or meat and cheese, cook them together, that is a oraisa. Osabana, you can't go and give it to anybody. Whereas, if you have a chicken soup, let's just make it a little bit real. You have a chicken soup, and you stick in a ladle that was used for the lasagna this morning, says, Basabachalaf, we're stuck, what do I do? I can't eat this anymore. Let's leave out the shail of yeshishim, no shishim. Let's talk about that it's osa, but it's mutubahana. Why is it mutubahana? Because chicken is a durabonum. Chicken and meat is a chicken and cheese is a durabonum. According to one sheet in the Gemara, it's actually mutter, but we don't bask in that way. But a koponim it's a durabonum, which means it's mutter to have hano. You're not allowed to do it, but it is mutter to have hano. Okay, let's move on uh, to another thing. Another idea. Bishal is asa, because that's the way of no- doing it. But for example, if it would be kovish, if it would be pickling or marinating, that would be a durabonum type of bishal. The Gemara calls it, right, kovish kmuvishal. That when you marinate something, it's like cooking it. It's not mamish cooking it, it's like cooking it. Which means, it's a dindura bonon, again, which would mean that it will be a durabonon, which would mean that it's mutubahano. So for example, again, just to make this clear, give an example. If you, take, if you open up your fridge one day, and you've got a piece of salami sitting immersed in a cup of milk. It fell, it was on the one shelf, and it fell into the other shelf. There was a bowl of milk prepared for today's scrambled eggs, whatever. And it was sitting there for a full 24 hours... So obviously you can't eat the milk and you can't eat the milk, the, the, the meat, but it'll be mutter bahana, even if it was meat, because it was kovish, it was pickled, it wasn't cooked. Now that might be an issue to to do, but that, that will be okay. Now this is going to be hana. Let's move on to our voice side. 
What are you meant to do with something that, that's possible? Cholov? It's very again. I remember a bacha once calling me up from a stira. He says, Rebbe, this is a big problem. I made myself the most gorgeous egg. This is unbelievable. What an egg you never saw. The vegetables I cut up, and the mushrooms, and it, it started to get very, you know, you get hungry when you hear like that, the whole thing, and he, everything was kavaldic, everything was amazing, and then he put cheese sprinkled on the top, and it was melting, and then he realized, ah, this pan was used to fry schnitzel last night. Boom! So one second, schnitzel, schnitzel's with the Rabbanon. You're allowed to have hano, obviously you can't eat it, right? But the question is whether or not he's allowed to give it to the cleaner. The answer is that it will be mutter. Aye, the oilim are probably asking, what's with Leisachonim? Huh? Hello? Anybody out there? I don't, the camera has to see that there are people in the room. Rabbi too early in the morning. What's pshat? What's Leisachonim? You're allowed to give presents to a guy. What, you're giving him a nice scrambled egg? He's going to be forever indebted to you. Is that motto? It's a, it happens to be Mordi Apostolic in the Torah. But what? If you're good, you're allowed to do it. If you're good, you're allowed to do it. If you're good, you're allowed to do it. Why are you benefiting? When you're nice to him, he's going to help you. Oh, 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 says Tovi Gavaldik. If you're going to benefit, then it's motto. Which is, by the way, the whole header to give, you know, uh, 25th of December presents to Goyim that work in your company. Which is a big shiloh. If you're allowed to do that, Moshe's a whole trooper, by the way, about that. About going on vacation during that time. Not for now. Um, remind me before that we have to go through that. Um, so, Lois Sukhanim would not reply if you're getting her not. Very, very good. Excellent. Yes, sir. Nothing. Okay. thought you were $100. I thought you were. Okay. You're one of those guys, you know? No, no, I didn't vote. Anyway, let's move on to our side. A guy calls me up one time. He says he wants to go to a chef school. He wants to become a chef. Okay, we drop me in yeshiva. He wants to become a chef. Is he allowed to go to a non kosher chef school? What? If we want to make a shout out, we can talk about the safe tariff, but not for now. No, ever say a chef school rabbi say he wants to go to a non kosher chef school. Is it allowed or not? What does that mean? I'm not sure what that means. That means no. Why not? What's it, sir? I'm not eating anything. Oh, very good. If they're cooking bus of a hollow over there, they're getting it off. I'll tell you a modic maisa. I got a phone call from a guy in Tel Aviv. He calls me up, he says I got a big shiloh. <laughs> He says, on the menu, you know, he worked in a restaurant that I guess wasn't so religious. And um, today's special, you know when you go to a restaurant, they never have what you want, but they'll have the special. Right? So it goes, yeah? So today's special was what? Basar para muvushal b'chalav shem yirachim. See, he wants to know, am I allowed to be a waiter? Am I, am I allowed to serve this? I'm getting hanor. The guy that goes to McDonald's, right? You know, before you go to McDonald's, they give you like a, a crash course in how to exactly put the cheese on. It's like a whole mahalach. Is that called having hanor? So it could be a lot of the time. So I always say, if we want to work in KFC, that will be much more makele. Because KFC is chicken. Chicken says, you're allowed to have a not. You want to go work in McDonald's, you're dealing with meat. The problem is the meat is in a vela. Right? They shoot the animal, they don't shecht it. So it's a shy whether or not the Bosokhol of a price for an available. But basically, I told you we're not going to go to all the answers right now. For all the answers, you have to get this book, Amazon.com. Anyway, um, let's move on. Um, where are we? So that's Hanar, okay? Another example. Ooh, smelling. Are you allowed to smell Bosokhol you walk past an uncle, you should give a schmeck, ah, zag, get a schmeck, ah, schmeck. You're not ever, no? Zakut, no? The guy by Pesach, we discussed the Shari. Remember, discussed the Shari by Pesach? You know, I told you the story, you know? I was working with the Mishpacha down, down the old city, that was years ago, down to the coastal. And uh, you know, you pass these Arab stores, the bakeries, where they make these, I don't know what they're called, they've just got some name, these big, long, what are they called? Not laughers, no, no. These like huge bagels. You know what I'm talking about? They have them on sticks there. They give them out. They're, they're, they're these things. So anyway, so we're, we're walking past. 
and you, know, you can smell it. You can't do anything about it. You can smell it. So uh, one of the Arabs like takes it out, fresh up the oven. He's like, "No, give a smell." In Hebrew, obviously. My kids turn around and say, "Chometz goy, gavaldik, moyedik." Are you allowed to smell? That's the shaila. That is the shaila. It's the pretoya or a chamekodesh. Tainus that you should be machme. Not smell it, but Dafka, but there are many who are makel in that case over there. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. There's so much to do, so much go. I'll give you another example. A guy calls me up, this was last Schmitter cycle, right? Almost seven years ago, almost. He tells me that he was left with his roommates to deal with the dog that they have in their, in their dira, in their, in, their, in, their, you know, in their apartment. And he says, I'm worried about the dog food having, you know, Schmitter stuff, or whatever it is, are you allowed to get Hanol? Because it's a Shaila by Schmitter, which we'll talk about, Beis Hashem, nearer to Elul. And uh, I said to him, hold on, so you've got to be another careful because there are sometimes boss of a cholive in there. By the way, the shach in the beginning of Pesayim discusses the shaila about shampoo that used to be made, which someone at time, even as man as that, I've never found the shampoo that is. But they used to say that many shampoos have boss of a cholive inside it, and when you use it on your hair, you're getting hanor from it. You're not allowed to get hanor from boss of a cholive. So again, uh, we're not going to go into all the details at this moment of time, but that would be, neg- oh, very important. Are you allowed to, to feed boss of a cholive to animals? This is the Shaila. I've gone to the zoo, right? I don't know if any of you have been to the zoo. It's a beautiful zoo. The biblical zoo is beautiful. You should go. It's Kavaldic, right? Maybe you should take the guys once. It's Kavaldic. The Shaila is like this. Are you allowed to, are you allowed to give Basav Cholov to the monkeys? You have some Basav Cholov. I don't know, you made some cheese omelette, whatever it was. It went in a fly shake. Then you my van. Bang! Basav Cholov. I want to give it to the animals. Mutu Asa. Are you getting gain from it? So, the mice the Taz... The Taz Paskin is like this. The Taz in Sali Dalit wants to say that that's not really called Hano. Right? Now, there's a big problem with that. I'll tell you the big problem is. What does it say by the monkeys? Don't feed the monkeys. As I state in Frisch, don't feed the monkeys. What does every child want to do? He wants to feed the monkeys. It's Kishmak. It's Kishmak to feed the monkeys. I once asked, I was biting Haranoff and I was walking home with Moshe Sternbach Shlita and uh, I asked him the following Shaila. I said, Could you put Basavacholov in the garbage can? They looked at me like, huh? Well, I said, because in this country, there are cats. It's English fault. There are cats over here. And when you put it in there, the cats are going to be eating it and enjoying it. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to feed stray animals. Quite the most place, you're not allowed to feed stray animals. So that's the case. You know what he did? I'll tell you, my sister tried this. True, true story. He took me, shoved me away. He says, I wish you better hanos than that in the world. Right? It's not really called a hanor, please. Come on. That's not called, that's called a hanor. Don't call a hanor. Okay. But I said, there's so much to do over here. <coughs> We've only got to like one little <coughs> prat. Just mentioning, by the way, the cover shaila, the, the pickling shaila. So, <coughs> anything that's frozen, it's a prima goddam, anything that's frozen is not going to be included in kovash, which would mean, theoretically, if you take ice cream, or you make ice cream, and you shove it in the freezer, and then you take it out of the freezer, and you realize, oh no, I put it in a flashic, you know, container, that will not be a problem. Because it has to sit in liquid for 24 hours. Now, okay, we're, so we, we, we're going a little bit off topic. I mean, we're not. It's not so long topic, but we can spend hours and hours and hours on this. <clears throat> but we're not going to do so. What I want to do is as follows. What I want to do is, I told you, after we end the Hakdama, which we just did, I want to go through and start today just a little bit of some of the Shilas, the Anagea, to uh, many of us. And we'll start with the Dereses and we'll get to the Drabonos, the Siyata Deshmaya. Okay? Now, um, let me just let me just get the right papers up here to make sure that we know where we are and what we're doing over here. Just to make sure that we're in order. Okay, so let's start with a very, very important Yisoid, and that is called Tam Ke'ika. Okay? Tam Ke'ika is a Machlikus Rishonim. What does Tam Ke'ika mean? Tam Ke'ika means like this. If you take milk 
and you cook it in a meaty, fleshic pan. What is the din of the milk? Lady, what's the din of the milk? What's that? You give it to a goy to taste. Okay, I don't have a goy. Let's leave out all the heterium or what it is. Pashtus, what's the din? Yes. The pot was used in the last 24 hours. What's the halacha of the milk? Quick, one, two, three. Someone, your wife asks you the shayla. What are you going to do? It's also the rice. Why is it also the rice? There's no meat, meat over there. There's no meat. There's a, a brand new pan. Last night I made meat soup. I cleaned it out. Mamish, like there's not. It's sparkling, sparkling clean. Right now, milk within 24 hours, right? Also the rice. Why is it also the rice? Where's the, where's the meat? Oh, the meat's in the pan. That's called bishul. It's machlekes rishonim. Tom ke'ikah daraisa or not daraisa? Machlekes rishonim. Right, Rabbi. Tom and Rashi famously, which we're not going to go into. The sugya. A kapanu we paskin. You're there. The beginning of Simon. Tzadiches. Very clear. Tam ke'ikah daraisa. First question I got on my smicha exam. Tam ke'ikah daraisa to abolu. We paskin to daraisa, which means, like you said, when you cook milk in a ben yoimay, which means it was used in the last 24 hours. Fleishik pan. Bang, that's an isadoraisa. Okay? If it was an Eino Ben Yoimai, like Laibi said, depends if it was used in 24 hours or not. If it was not used in the last 24 hours, that's what we called an Eino Ben Yoimai. What does that mean? That means the taste that has been absorbed in the pot is what we call pogum, stale, disgusting, nullified, goes away. Doesn't mean I'm allowed to cook in there. Maybe, maybe, maybe the rice I'm allowed, but with Jorbon, you're not allowed to cook. Maybe the rice, theoretically, you'd be allowed to cook in there. You'd have to have one set of pans in your house. You don't have to have flesh, it's in milky pans. Midaraisa. Just have to have one. Just wait 24 hours between one and the other. Midarabonon, obviously, you're not allowed to do that. And that's, you know, Klavisol, obviously, right? If we don't have one pan. But Akaponim, that's the difference. So the first thing you have to know is like this. It was at you the last 24 hours. I have to tell you, when people call up with Shilas, sometimes it takes a good five minutes to extract them. What is the Shaila? You have to know how to ask a Shaila. You have to, when you call up a rod, what are you asking? Tell them all the details. I used a fleshik ben yoimai ladle. Whatever it is, give them the details because it's very, very important to know that. Okay? That's clear. That's number one, Rabbi Yisai. Let's move on to number two. Nat bar nat. What does that mean? What does it stand for? Beautiful. What yeshiva has us? That are fluent in your day. I don't know. I don't know any other yeshiva. What can I tell you? What can I tell you guys? I wish I was would have been zoicha when I was a bocha. No, bocha Hashem. Okay. So noisin tam bar noisin tam. What does that mean? What does it mean noisin tam bar noisin tam? It means basically secondary tastes. What does secondary taste mean? Give you an example. I take a pot and I cook meat in this pot. I then spill out the contents, clean it completely, cook rice in that pot. What din does that rice have? I would like to eat it with cheese. Am I allowed? Now, there's no, there's no meat in the rice in, in actual sense. But like you all said, absorbed in the walls is meat. So the meat tam goes into the rice. That's noisain tam. Gives the taste. Bar noisain tam, because it goes the next stage. What's the next stage? From the rice into the cheese. That's the shiloh. So it's a shayla in the Gemara in Chulun Tafkuf Yeralavon base, whether or not this has a problem or not. The Maisa most Rishonim are Meikul, as I pass Ketosis, the Ram, the Vitva, the Matcha, the Rambam, the Levush. Shulchanarach is Meikul Lechatchila. Um, you're allowed to eat it, but the Ramah says you should be Machma like Shitos Rashi, which means, and again, we'll have to end with this because there's so much more to do. 
there are most psakis, and this is according to Ashkenazim. Right? This is according to Ashkenazi book. There is a Sephardi book. You'll have to buy the Sephardi book if you want to get the Sephardi psak. But we're going to give the Ashkenazi psak. Right? There are a few Sephardi that are coming next year to Yeshiva. So they ask me, what are we going to do? You're going to give Halacha Sheh. How am I going to do I said, don't worry. If you have enough Sephardi in the room, we'll give Hal Ashkenazi Garazoi. Sephardi like that. Beautiful. Now, the question is, which Sephardi? Okay. Al Kaponim, the Ashkenazim hold like this. Listen very, very carefully. Nat bar nat lechatchila wimachme. Which means, let's start A. Ben Yoimai. If the meaty pan was used in the last 24 hours for meat, and you cooked rice, pasta, potatoes, anything in that, in that pan, don't mix it with cheese. If you did mix it with cheese, you're allowed to eat it. If it's an Eino Ben Yoimoy Fleshik pan, which means the pan has not been used for the last 24 hours for meat, so now I'm allowed to mix it with cheese. But don't, says the Shach, cook the rice or the pasta or whatever in that pan, knowing you're going to mix it with cheese. Hear the difference? Is this clear? Very, it's probably one of the most common shadows your wife's going to ask in the kitchen when you get married. It's such a common shadow. It happens all, all the time. Okay, so that is not bana, and that is the difference between ben yomei and ben yomei. Tomorrow, Be'ezus Hashem, we'll talk about dipping in spoons, we'll talk about onions, garlics, and all of these things, and then obviously we'll move on to some of the Javonas. Have a wonderful and beautiful day.